Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online community for women of faith who are looking for a safe space to be encouraged, educated, and empowered. The Society is hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. Y'all look. This community is so rich and it really has something for everyone. If you're an entrepreneur, Tatum has business trainings every month and has built an amazing resource library. And almost every month we have a number of like funding opportunities and all of this just wonderful information together. We even have a place for us to share our businesses so we can work with each other. If you are struggling with time management and productivity, Rosalind's going to snatch you together, okay? She does these Monday productivity minutes that have been blessing my life. If you're looking for practical ways to walk by faith, Kavaya is out here dropping big gems. And of course, I'm out here teaching live Bible studies every two weeks. And that don't even touch our quarterly challenges, corporate fasts, live events, and so much more. One thing I've learned about the society is that given the opportunity, we are always going to glorify God and we always going to go to brunch. Okay, we be brunching out here. Houston be turning up. Atlanta be turning up. Up, okay, like we are out here glorifying God, Bibles and brunch. Okay, so if you are in need of a safe space of like minded women of faith, start your two week free trial of the society today by clicking the link in the show notes or going to www.blessedandbossedupsociety.com. 
Com. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast. We are back this week with the second half of our interview with Prophetess Tanya Lofty on how to overcome yourself in spiritual warfare. We're really diving into the lust of the flesh and it's getting good, y'all. Okay. Last week's episode blessed my whole spirit. Now, before we hop in, I want to remind y'all to go ahead and click the link in the show notes to sign up for my free masterclass tonight called how to prep for purpose. This is really going to be um, the foundation and really where we're going to be moving with the Prescription for Purpose podcast, where we're going to be helping women of faith execute the things that God has called them to. And so tonight, we are going to talk about how to really set up a strategic execution plan. And I'm going to introduce to y'all a new program that I'm super excited about. So before we hop in, make sure you click the link in the show notes, secure your spot tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And without further ado, here's the second half of our interview with Prophetess Tanya Lofty. That's that agape love that took Saul, hallelujah, who was persecuting the Christians, hallelujah. And he met him on the road of Damascus. Something changed, y'all. Listen, Mm -hmm. something changed him. Who changed me? Who touched me? It was Jesus. And when Jesus touches you, something about your life changes. No, I'm not talking material things. I am talking about my soul. Glory to God. Something happened to me. Glory to God. A change, a wonderful change has come over me. I don't want to do the things that I used to do. When you have a relationship with God, something changes. You put down your desires, your soulish desires for his desires. Mm -hmm. For what the word of God says. Because you want your ways to please him. Come on, y'all. And we're going to get out of the lust of our flesh because I want my ways to please him. Listen, love, joy, peace, forbearance. Give the definition of forbearance, sweetheart. That means you ain't got to pay your student loans. No. <laughs> Girl, you off the chain. A lot of types of forbearance, but we're going to talk about the <laughs> It means refraining from the enforcement of something such as a debt or right or an obligation that is due. Right. So listen, that sin that you should be paying for. Yeah. Hey, glory to God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to pay for it. You just can't continue in it. Glory to God. Yes, yes, yes. You don't have to pay for it. I know I see someone, you feel so dirty. You feel so unworthy. It's like, God, how can you love me when I'm so dirty? And he's yelling and he's chasing after you today to say, no, I love you past that. I don't see that. I see a soul. I see somebody I died for. And I'm rooting for you, saith the Lord. Listen, Jesus sits on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you. He's rooting for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's rooting for you to choose him, to serve him. But it is still up to you. Yes. Listen, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Uh-oh. Come on. Don't nobody want to talk about faithfulness. We just but you did. want to serve a faithful God. Yes. So you want God to be faithful to you. We just but you did. want to sleep around on your husband or your wife. Uh-oh, I said it. 
I said it. We talked about faithfulness in our Bible study on Wednesday and talking about people are more committed than themselves than they are to God because you have to be committed and trust in God. But that's what faithfulness is, is your commitment and your trust and faith in God. We commit more to our jobs. We have more trust in money. We have more trust in people. And so we're not then being faithful to God. When you're committed you to God's trust in plan, your platform. Come on. When you are committed to God and his plans, no matter what it looks like, you keep pushing. Mm. Noah was faithful. Noah was faithful because it wasn't a lick of rain outside. But that man built that ark. Even though the plan, he didn't see the fullness of the plan. He was committed and faithful to God because even though it didn't make sense, he was obedient. Listen, faithfulness going to cost you something. Come on. Because when ain't nobody looking, are you going to be faithful to God? Are you going to be faithful to his word? Mm-hmm. When your wife or your husband isn't around, and boy, we name the people Charlotte. <laughs> uh, Jerome and Jezebel. When Jerome and Jezebel come to the door, can you be faithful? My God, I'm through. I want to real uh, quick. It's in 2 Peter chapter 2. I wish... I could read this whole, this all 22 of these verses. Hold on, baby. Let's finish this part and then go mm-hmm. to that. Is yeah. that okay? Yes, yes. Okay. Y'all, Charlotte is my baby. I'm sorry. That's why yes. I talked to her like that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What? Come on. Boom, drop the mic. That's it. <laughs> look, look, wait. What, listen, let me read this little bit, baby. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh. Oh, we don't want to hear this. My God. You got to die to yourself. Look, with his passions and desires. All right, I'll stop there. That was through 24. Yes, no. So I was just saying, we talk about leaders having a special place in hell reserved for them. Oh, yes. I I want to give scripture. Come on, baby. It's in 2 Peter 2. I've been over here looking at this. I'm like, this whole segment tells us everything that we need to know about false teachers. When we talk about the lust of the flesh, it's also important to understand that we have to be able to identify these false teachers and leaders. Amen. And so there's just a couple of things. <laughs> like, I'm like, you about to go up. You got so many alarms going off. It's so good. Like, I'm like, oh, we're, so rich. T- we're talking about this. <laughs> so... Peter talks about all of the attributes, but in verse 17, it says, these are springs without water and mists driven by a storm for whom the black darkness has been reserved. So this is that special spot in hell. And so I just want y'all to understand. For for while speaking out arrogant words of no value, they entice by fleshly desires, by indecent behavior, those who barely escape from the ones who live in error promising them freedom while themselves are slaves of corruption. Anyone is overcome by this. He is enslaved. Let me tell y'all something. Ooh, give the scripture, the whole scripture. Second Peter um, what? Second Peter 17. I just read verses 17 through 19. Ooh, girl, we just exposed the whole enemy's kingdom today because that, listen, leaders, I'm telling y'all, get away from easily. I don't care. That it's the arrogant words of no value. Yeah, you preaching good. You preaching good, but you ain't talking about nothing. You ain't said not a one word. If you go to church, let me tell y'all something about my pastor. My pastor is one of the nicest people I've ever met. He is just so nice. And he can be very quiet and unassuming. But when that man get up there to preach, that man be out here stomping on toes, fingertips. And you should feel like that. Even me, if you are sitting in church 
and God doesn't start speaking and dealing with you while you are in service. Like, "Uh uh-huh, sis, you know that one thing that you need to deal with? Okay, this is how we're going to tighten up here. When you go to church, if you are not feeling a level of correction, conviction, if you do not leave there like, oh, yes, I'm going to tighten up in this area, baby girl, you just wasted your time. I'm glad you said you don't feel a level of conviction because, see, what they'll try to mask sometimes, even though they don't say it, they try to make it so fluffy that they try to say, you know, we all have sinned. Okay, so what's your point? What's your point? Because please get to a point because don't tell me that you can't live right. See, here's the thing. Don't tell me. Stop telling me that what you're trying to overcome. Tell me how to overcome it. Good God. Tell me. Give me the word so that I can live this thing out. Yes. And this is what we're doing. And yes, you should feel conviction. Not yes. condemnation, yep. two different things. Yes. When Jesus went to the woman at the well, he didn't tell her, he didn't bash her. He did tell her now because Jesus was a you prophet. Know that your husband. <laughs> Jesus was a prophet. Ain't none of them your husband. And then some wrapped up, and he was all that in the flesh. Listen, and that's what happened with David. Yeah. Nathan came to David and said, David, you're off with God. You blew it. Uh oh, see, here we go. Y'all don't want to talk about that. Y'all don't really want to talk about that. And then y'all pastors don't like prophets to come and help you out. But then when you fall, then you try to sweep it under the rug and say, with your false apologies, because God ain't hearing it. And then you go right back into a mess. How are you doing this? And no, I'm not just bashing pastors. I'm talking to the prophet who's sleeping around with everybody, too. Don't come for me. Come on. I'm talking about any five-fold ministry gift. Let's just go there real quick. Yeah. The teacher, the evangelist, the prophet, the pastor. Who I leave out? The deacon? No, girl, the deacon. But I, they still leaders. The deacon, they, the deacon, deacon look, yeah. look, look, the deacon is an office of the Lord. It's an honorable office. The bishop is an honorable office, okay? But the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist, the prophet, and the apostle. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So listen, those five gifts and the deacon and the bishop don't come for me. The deacon. Because y'all ain't left out either. And then worship leader, the drama, the keyboardist. Let's just talk about all of them. Let's just y'all talk be out about here. All it. Let's talk about the believers, but especially the leaders who's supposed to be feeding and the sheep. These are honorable and sacred offices to the Lord. Yes. And you can't be out here willy-nilly. You can't. You can't because God is, I'm telling you, y'all, please hear me by the spirit of God. God is holding you at a higher accountability because you are supposed to be bringing the sheep and the people of God into the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. And when you act in continue to fall into sin, sleeping around, drinking, orgies, all the stuff we just talked about, you are damning yourself to hell because you have blood on your hands because you're supposed to be leading people, but you're leading a double life. Come on. And that's for all of us, because as a lot of us, we want platforms. We're asking God for businesses. We want to be able to- Girl, you can't handle the platform. You can't even read your word. 
on your own, but you want a platform. And Just look, so as you it. say that, I'm I'm still looking at Second Peter, y'all. Second Peter, come on through. Two. Verses 20, we're just going to, we're going to come through with 20, back, 20 back. 22, okay? Because it says, for if after they have escaped the defilements of the world by the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the last state has become worse for them than the first. Mm-hmm. So if you have been set free, you decide I'm gonna run this sin back. Mm-hmm. You are now in a worse state than you were in the beginning. For it would be better for them not to have known the way of the righteous than having known it to turn away from the holy commandment handed on to them. It has happened to them according to the true proverb: a dog returns to its mm-hmm. own vomit, and a so after washing returns to wallowing in the mire. Let me tell y'all, come on. You can't know. You're responsible for what look, you look, look. A washed pig returns to the mud. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of them, see, they won't close these doors and won't deal with the lust of their flesh. And that's why they keep ending up. The pig pen is the woman's bed. The pig pen is your FaceTime and y'all on there naked. These are the pig pens that people are finding themselves in. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because they're not dealing with the lust of their flesh. Look, yeah. Galatians 5 and 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery yeah. or by the yoke of bondage, right? Listen, that's the yoke of bondage. Listen, let me read it from King James. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Look, you're no longer a slave to sin. Amen. That's what we talked about. You're not a slave to sin. Yeah. If you're a believer, I am not talking to you if you don't believe. I'm not. I'm not talking to you. You already in sin. You still haven't even accepted Christ. You don't qualify. Whoop. Okay. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Look. All the scriptures we're giving you is giving you the reality that you can do this in a world that is moving further and further. Listen, people like Charlotte, like you said, that's we heard about before the right before the return of Christ. Listen, yeah, I've shared this before, but as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be before the son of man returns before he returns to get us. It's going to be the same way. God destroyed the earth once before by flood because of the wickedness Mm -hmm. and the people who didn't get on that boat when Noah was building and there wasn't no rain, but the prophet was building. Mm -hmm. Come on. All gone. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all better get on this boat here now. Listen. You I better know, get on. I'm telling you. I know we black. I know it's a little, you know, it's a little underlined. We don't really like to get on boats and master, but get on this one. Get on this boat. Well, I'm getting <laughs> on the boat because I know who the master of this ship is. Come on. To get on this boat. The master of this ship is Christ. Come on. And it is built on a solid foundation. That's right. So you better toss your religious beliefs. You better toss your racial barriers you better toss all of that stuff to the side because he came for the jew and the gentile come Don't on come for us i'm today. glad about it and i'm listen, glad about it because i so glad my little gentile self is able to get and listen he came for you so that you can be free and yeah. that you can see him again and you can live in eternity with him 
but it is a choice that you make and it is thrown by your decisions. Yes. And at the end of this, you're not going to be able to say that somebody did that. He don't even want to hear your works yes. because none of us are saved by works. We're yes. saved, saved by, by grace. grace. Yeah. So you got to stop that. Yes. And a lot of times what people don't understand too, the love of God is oh, it's free. It's free. He's beautiful. It, he gives it without rebuke, without, he just gives the love of God, his peace. Oh. Faith, he, gives, he just gives the blessings require <laughs> the blessings require. There's a lot of things that we get for God, for free, free peace, joy, love. He gives all, the, but the blessings of God. That make it rich. The platforms, the things that you're asking and you're praying for. There is a requirement to whom much is given, much is required. We don't like the required part. And so when you talk about decisions in the lust of the flesh, it's important that you understand that there are requirements. There are certain things that you cannot do, certain places that you cannot go, certain habits that can't go with you. And so you are asking God for things and he's trying to tell you, hey, you need to check this. You need to check your mouth. You can't be getting on this podcast every week talking about me and then being out here cussing people out. You cannot because blessings and curses don't come out of the same mouth. So mm-hmm. you need to check that real quick. That's good. That's good. And so it. we have to understand that the love of God, his provision, he cares for us. All of that is without any obligation. He just did that because he's good and he's God. Because but he's the, God, because he yes, did it for but us. The things all. that you asking for, the things that you are asking for, says it's, there's requirements to this. He's not going to give you a million dollars when you can't budget with a hundred. He's not. He's a father. He's a good, good father. So he's not going to give you anything that is going to draw you away from him or going to destroy you. He would not be a good parent if he did that. And so because of that, there are certain habits, certain qualities, certain things that we have to check. So that way we can not just arrive in success, but abide there. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to have my children's children understand what this is like. And it's not just material things, but it's spiritual as well. I always say all the time at this podcast, y'all are sitting in the inheritance of my grandmother to her children's child, me. This is that spiritual inheritance. So there's a lot on the line where we don't deal with the lust of our flesh. And that's what the enemy got Eve with. We were on the line and look at us, <laughs> right? And so it's important that we deal with these things first for your spiritual life, for well, your life, but also so you can have a level of success here. You can't tell God you want to walk in your purpose. You can't walk in purpose and in sexual immorality at the same time. It's just not going to work. It's just You're not going down. Work. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. And the enemy will give you the appearance of safety in that sin. He'll give you the appearance of don't nobody know, but everything that happens in the dark will come to light because darkness and light can't exist in the same place. And the reason that we're talking about this is because a lot of people don't. Because when you talk about sin, child, people be ready to click off, baby girl, this is the light. (laughs) We want you to see what the enemy is trying to do. You want to talk about spiritual warfare? It don't take you knowing all the demons in the classification. You ain't got to know all that. I need you to know that you shouldn't be dealing with sexual immorality. I know you better read Galatians and come know on. that you better live right. Come on. In Romans 8, 12 through 14, I want y'all to hear this. And I'm going to read it from the NLT. It says, therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. 
four, if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the spirit, you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, Mm -hmm. you will live. For all who are led by the spirit of God are children of God. We have to look like our daddy, okay? The DNA test of the fruits of the spirit are going to determine, <laughs> okay, Mari Povich. Like, I need y'all to understand that we have the ability to do it. So we expose these things. We let you know that, yeah, girl, the devil be in there, but your decisions though, <laughs> let's talk about those because that's what you can control. You have the ability through the Holy Spirit to control the decisions that you make. There's always a way of escape. Make sure you're looking for the way of escape. Make sure you're guarding your heart and guarding your mind. Make sure you're not listening to music. I know that because I have a propensity to want to sock people out, I can't listen to crime mob. I cannot, okay? I can't listen to music that's going to make me feel like, because there are spirits behind the music. Mm -hmm. But that's what I was going to say about that anger When you say, I couldn't control myself, you know, I couldn't help it. That's not self-control. That's not a fruit of the spirit. Yes. Yes. So you need to check that. Yes. I just blacked out. That's when there's something demonic going on. (laughs) If you are no longer, and that's what I was saying in regards to the drunkenness, right? When you're inebriated. Blackout drunk. Listen, let me give you something. The next time y'all drive past a liquor store, I want you to look at what it says. It says wine and spirit. So wine is one thing, which you should not be giving too much of. Don't come for me. Don't be giving too much wine because you're going to end right up in that drunkenness. Okay? Wine and spirits. Why does it say and spirits? Because there are spirits attached to vodka and all this heart. Listen, y'all don't come for me. Don't come for me. And I know you see your pastor sipping. Please, I'm just trying to help you out because it's not of God. You understand? You cannot be given too much wine. Now, I'm not even talking about the vodka, the hard, that Hennessy, that Henny or whatever they call it. They got new names for the stuff. Okay, I don't know. Listen, they be coming with it. Come on. Right? But that stuff comes with spirits. That stuff gives heed to the other things. I just told, we just shared, you drunk in love, you in somebody's bed. Yeah. So we're sharing these lusts of the flesh because we want to help you. We want you not to give heed to things. You know, you understand the heed to seduce the spirits or to the lust of your flesh. Yeah. Because this stuff is designed and see, I'm glad we're talking about it. And see, this is when you have to understand now that that other realm, which is the demonic realm to this, okay? Some of you, this stuff runs in your family. You know, sexual immorality ran in your family. Incest, alcoholism, drugs. You have to pay attention. I'm screaming it, but I'm really not. Yes. Because if you don't, it's going to visit. That's what you were saying about the vomit, I think, sweetheart. Yeah, you, you were trying back, you, you were going back to, to your own vomit. Yeah, but everything is not a spirit. But we had to talk about that piece just a little bit. Listen, you got to know, and you got to know what you're contending with. And yes. you have to know that you have to buffet your flesh. Yes. Listen, we all have to do the word of God. Yeah. And God, when you, let me back up one sec, sweetheart. 
when you were saying people are praying for platforms, God said, you should be praying to seek me. Yeah. You should be seeking me. Seek the kingdom of heaven first. And it's righteousness. What Mm -hmm. is righteousness? Living right. Duh. Yeah. Whoa, what a revelation. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Because we be trying to be so deep when God is like, just live right. Yeah. That's what I'm asking you to well, do. Lauren, Lauren what, Hill said it could all be so simple, but we rather make it hard. That's what Lauren Hill. But we be trying to be all deep. Just uh-huh. live right. Yeah. If I live right, I'm gonna be all right. Yeah. When we talk about the lust of the flesh, too, I want to also just hit on the fact that the way that you can tell that your flesh is leading you is that it takes precedence over God's will. It's controlling how you move. So if you are out here and you got a spouse and you cheating on your spouse, and so now you're taking different routes home and now you're sleeping with your phone on silent, you are living your life differently because you want to perpetuate this sin. You know you ain't got no businesses because you deal with food addiction. You ain't got no business downloading DoorDash and you done dashed. You ain't every door. You, you done dashed your every foot door against in your a house stone. Dashed. That's what you dashed <laughs> right? your foot against. But, that but stone. your body. So when we say the lust of the flesh, this is different from like your stomach growling because you're hungry. Eat, okay? Don't do that, y'all. Eat if you're hungry. But it becomes sin when you're hiding food and you're overeating and you're yeah, that's the lust food. of the flesh too. That's Let's gluttony. Go. And so it's important that we understand that when we say the lust of the flesh. It's when the thing that you're doing is superseding God's will that you know you ain't got no business over at Jerome house. But you even hoarding. Yeah. I hear hoarding. Yeah. People that hoard stuff, that's the spirit, man. That's not normal. Hoarding, greed, yeah. because yeah. see, gluttony is greed. It's greedy. When people say you're greedy, yeah. no, 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 no. That's gluttony. That's greed. Yeah. That's still yeah. a form of greed. Even if you're not take stealing, you know, we know stealing is greed too. Yeah. All of it is a spirit behind it, but it's also because it's a lust of the flesh. There's something going on with you yes. and yeah. you need to ask God and listen, yeah, I've been living this life. Okay. With the Lord for almost, oh man, thank you, Lord. I'm honored. Really. I'm grateful for where almost 30 years. So I'm not talking from a place of not having to actually walk out the word of God. Yeah. You understand? I've had to live this life. Yeah. Because and I know if I- And had to leave another life behind. I think that that's the part where we lose people. They don't. We don't want to like, we don't want to hear that we have to leave that a lot because it's mm-hmm. the lust of our flesh. Yeah. We don't want to hear that we got to leave that boyfriend who not yeah. going to serve God. And then see the stupid thing, y'all, I'm going to be real with y'all. Stop duking yourself because you're with this Muslim trying to act like you're going to lead him to Christ when he leaves you in the bed. Stop it. And he don't want God. He really don't want you, but you're giving yourself to him. That's the song that was in my spirit too. They talking about they give themselves away. You won't give yourself to God and you won't cut away the things that hurt pleasing to him, but you'll give yourself to any and everything else. Ray Ray, JJ, Jerome, Tyrone, all of them. They raggedy ain't got no job. Don't love the Lord. Don't know him. Got sick. Don't want him. Don't got- want him, but you want to mess around with this Hebrew Israelite. Y'all better come on with him. Ain't but one God. 
And I don't care that they're quoting the scriptures. Look at the fruit that they bear. This yes. is what we're talking about. Yeah. And this is why you have to know God's word. Because ain't no way Jesus came to save us all and only 144,000. The math ain't mathing for me. It's just not. It ain't mathing for them either, but they still trying to. It's, it's more than 144,000 of y'all. Please explain yourself. <laughs> They can't anyway. explain that, girl. They no, can't. no, it's foolishness. But Paul said, I see a number of no man can number. Come on. Like, explain yourself. And if 144,000 haven't been saved after Jesus came on the scene, we got a whole problem. Come on. That was well over 2,000. So we got a whole problem. Anywho. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Because Moving no, on. we have to make sure, we really do have to ensure and make sure that we are living righteously because holiness is still right. Ooh. Right. And so we have to, we don't like to hear those things, but this isn't about legalism. When we talk about the things that God tells us not to do, it's not about him. It's not about legalities. So when we talk about even the law, when Paul talks about um, the law being fulfilled, we're not under the obligation of the law. There are a lot of things that the Jewish people did that identified them as God's children, right? And they were like, so circumcision, it was less about the law making them holy because that wasn't the case. It was more about the law showing them as the people of God. Now that Jesus has come, the law has been fulfilled. So whether you're circumcised or not, as long as your heart is circumcised, as long as you are displaying the fruits of the spirit, that's how we show that we belong to God. He's mine and I'm his. It doesn't matter what I did. Marvin Sapp has said that. But I am of God. And so Marvin Sapp, (laughs) this never would have made it. (laughs) Marvin Sapp has said that. It's so important that we understand That we understand that we understand that it's not about legalities. Please understand that God is a father. And so if he says that there's something that we cannot do or we cannot have, it is because that there is some kind of danger on the other side that he knows of that we do not. If your parents told you to get out the street, they didn't have 20 minutes to explain to you as to why you can't get out the street. You're going to get hit by a car and die. Any more questions? (laughs) And so God has already told us the things that he's saying on this list sexual immorality. They're outside of death because that is what sin leads us to. Outside of death, there are other things that happen here in the spirit. There, I have seen so many young girls come in and out of my clinic with gonorrhea, HPV, all of these different illnesses and diseases that you shouldn't even have to deal with. We put ourselves in situations, you didn't slept with this person that God been telling you not to sleep with, now you have herpes and yeah, we can treat it, but you can't get away with it. And now you have to explain to every other person that you with for the rest of your life. Hey, this is what I have. When you finally meet your husband, you have was, to that's what him. I was going to say. When you meet your husband, you, you have to explain to him that I have this thing. And it's something that you shouldn't even, you wouldn't even have to deal with if you would have set in the parameters that your father had established for you. The parameters are for safe. They are not for legality purposes. The perimeters are for safety. So you're not out here drunk in the street and somebody snatch you up and assault you because you out drinking. You didn't drink to the point to where you drunk and you have no recollection of what's going on because the enemy is going to always have people out here with the heart, with rapists and all like, it's, they are out here. Evil. And so evil, evil is going to be here in this world. And so as God's children, he tells us, 
hey, be sober and vigilant, sober even strictly in terms of alcohol, but be sober of the friends that you call yourself hanging around because people will be envious of who you are and then they breaking into your house and having and setting you up to be robbed and killed and all of that. It's really about our safety spiritually and in the natural. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by Audible. Y'all, I absolutely love Audible. One of my goals this year was to read more books. And honestly, it's just difficult with my schedule, with me just being busy and just honestly not having the attention span to be able to sit down and read books. But Audible has come to my rescue. I have been enjoying Audible really for a number of years, but recently have been just really taking advantage of the app. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre from bestsellers to new releases, celebrity memoirs, I'm talking motivation, wellness, um, spiritual business. And what I love is that oftentimes Audible will have the top celebrities or experts reading their books in their own words. Barack's The Promised Land is chef's kiss fire, listening to him discuss all of the challenges that he faced during his presidency. I also love that every month I'm able to select one new title to bring into my library. And so it gives me the option to to read and experience books that I may not have experienced picking them up myself. The Audible app makes it so easy to listen anytime, anywhere. I listen on a plane. I've listened literally this morning, listening to Atomic Habits as I'm working out. It has been amazing. And new members get to experience Audible for 30 days for free. So if you want to elevate your life through books, okay, don't have me start singing reading rainbows. You want to go over to www audibletrial.com slash G-G-G-T, like God Goes and Girl Talk, to start your 30-day free trial today. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com slash G-G-G-T to start your free 30-day trial today. Now let's get back to the show. When we talk about the lust of the flesh, the enemy wants you to choose violence. (laughs) But he wants you to choose violence. He does, because it's going to bring you into a place where now you're back in bondage to him. Every time we sin, we are worshiping the enemy Mm. because we're choosing it. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, I can get them to do what I want them to do. Mm -hmm, God, thought they was yours. Nah, they really matter. Lucy ain't gonna get me like that. He can square up. It can be whatever. I think, oh, I want to stomp him out. Anyway. (laughs) Because he constantly is putting God's people in a position where we can die and we allow it. And sometimes we help him. We assist him with it. We'll put ourselves in a situation. Sometimes he sit back, girl. He like kicking the can. Like, he ain't got to worry about it because you'll do it. blaming me again. My um, my husband was a bishop told this years ago. It was somebody kicking the can. He likened it to this. He said he's kicking the can. And he was like, what's wrong with you? It was the devil. And he was like, man, they blaming me again. I ain't do it. <laughs> it wasn't even him. It was just you. Yeah, it was just it was you. You did it. You yeah. did it. Yeah. You walked into it knowingly. Yeah. And then when you get caught in your sin, because you won't deal with your sin, you yeah. won't deal with the lust. Then that's when you say, oh, no, you know, I apologize. The devil made me do it. But if you are caught in your sin, listen. Listen, that's what's going to happen. I remember yeah. sharing that one time. I won't go to the scripture, but when he takes the bride out of here, listen, 
you're going to be caught in whatever you in. Do y'all hear what I'm telling you? Mm -hmm. If you caught sleeping in something, whatever you're in, you're going to be caught in it. <laughs> If you caught me in that, child, that's what girl. <laughs> and what in the fun? See, the thing about it is, you yes. think you hide something, but nothing is hidden from him. And so, nothing. our hope and our prayer is that you will begin to live this life and live victoriously in Christ. We're not talking about perfection; we are talking about living a righteous life. Yeah. And that is something that we're all called to do once you accept him. Amen. And so don't grieve Holy Spirit. Don't give he continuously to the lust of your flesh, because at the end of the day, you shall not see God. Amen. Only for judgment, but you won't see. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yes. Let me say something, because the devil already wanted him. Can we just talk about that? Oh, he already, that's his that's, final, that's his well, the that's Lake of Fire. Address. It was made, custom built for him. For him. I'm glad you brought, because hell was not made for man. Yes. It was made for Satan and the fallen angels. Yes. That's, well, now they're not angels, they're demons. Yeah. Okay. That's what it was made, created for. Hell was not for man. But if you don't accept him, there's nothing that he can do. You know, he has made us free will agents. Yeah. That's very clear because if we weren't free will, God would be yoking us all the time. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. go here. No, but yeah. he gives us free will. Yes. Yep. Okay. So he's not going to go against your will. If your will is, man, I want this man or this woman or yep. whatever more than okay. I want him. Then Have at it, sis. Have at it. <laughs> I don't want that for you. That's not, that's not safe, but all right. Now, when he said he came that you can have life and life more abundantly. Yeah. Why would he say that? Because he's telling you, you don't have to do it that way. You can look all throughout scripture. People didn't do it the world's way. Oh, Charlotte, we didn't give. What I was, was like, it John, first John, sweetheart, or was it James? I want to do James, James 1, 12 through 15. And it talks about, it says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised. Hallelujah. And remember that when you are being tempted, do not say God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. In the New American Standard, um, it says, then when lust, it's enticed by his own lust. Then when lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin. That's what we were talking about. Yep. When it runs its course, <laughs> brings forth death. So when the enemy is done with you, you die in the end. When we stand up for judgment. You die twice. Come you on. die physically and spiritually. Yes. When we stand for judgment, the devil is not going to be there with you. Like, oh, it was him that had made me. It was him. God. No, it's you, sis, because you know better. Uh, let me read First John 2, 16. All right. Well, I could do 15. It says, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, here we go. The desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the father, but from the world. 
Oh, I might as well do 17. Come on, read it. The world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God remains forever. So we want to share this with you all because, you know, everything here is temporal. Amen. All of this is temporal, but we're dealing with, we're not talking about, like Charlotte said earlier, the good doctor, Charlotte, I felt that thing, (laughs) the reverend doctor. We're not talking about the thing or the blessings or the, the blessing. All we're dealing with today is your flesh. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. We we really want to just deal with your flesh and how you are actually living as a believer. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because that's what we're dealing with here. Yes. All of that. We listen, I'm not saying we want to deal with the flesh and how you are handling things in your flesh because we, and I know Charlotte for sure, not sure. And I for sure, not sure. We want you. And God, for sure, and I'm sure, wants you to see him again. Amen. Amen. So we want you to see God. And we want you to inherit the kingdom of God because we're going to be there and we would love to see you. We're going to be there. (laughs) Y'all want to be there when I see Eve. I promise you want to see it. (laughs) I promise you want to be Uh in I I promise they want to be in the space when I see Eve. I promise y'all going to want to be present. She ain't going to be thinking about Eve. She's going to be so overtaken. She's talking big smack. She's going to be so overtaken by the goodness of God in heaven. I'm going to see God. I'm going to fall out. Then I'm, a, I'm my granny there. My granny Probably got to probably like, list the people she want to see. So. Yeah. Did you, can you make me some, make me some swallow potatoes, sis? Can we eat up here? <laughs> we ain't eating like that. We're going to be in our glorified bodies, girl. Can we you eat so up funny. here? We're not going to need this stuff down here. We're going to be glorified body. So, you know, we hope that this helps you yes. to really live right. Amen. Yeah. Especially because, you know, this is a part, when we talk spiritual warfare, we don't discuss our part. We like to discuss, you know, this spirit, that spirit, and those things. We know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. But we have to discuss as well our role as active participants in spiritual warfare. When you talk about the lust of the flesh, it really is a way that we are able to active participants in spiritual warfare. Every time that you are denying the lust of the flesh, you are telling hell no. And you are able to give another shot to the enemy's camp. Nah, but you tried it. Cute. I'm going to take this way of escape. Cute. I love that. And so it's so important that when we talk spiritual warfare, the lust of the flesh has to be addressed because some of us not in warfare because you over there playing in the dirt. By yourself, he ain't got to worry about you. Look, but some of you not even in the, look, you not in spiritual warfare. You just don't want to let go of what you want to let go of. Yes. And then go say it was the enemy. No, that's not no, the that's enemy. You. That's you. That's yes. you. That's you, bro. What's yes. this? That's just you. It's the war within yourself. What's that scripture Paul said? The more, I'll be trying. Hold on. Let me, let me find this. We're going to end with good old Paul. The more I try to do what I'm supposed to do, what's right. Listen, you are crucified with Christ. Listen, there's enough power, a resurrection power in the blood for you to live right. Amen. Yes. (laughs) All of this this is through God. But I want y'all to know that we love Paul, but even Paul struggled. 
as leaders, I think that the conversation is not to glorify Sam. When I say y'all, I used to be out here cussing and fussing and I know that that spirit, it like, she'll rise up. It's not to say, oh, I'm so proud of this. It's to say, no, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not asking you to do anything that I don't deal with on the daily basis. As leaders, a lot of times we like to present ourselves as perfected, but none of us are perfected. We are sanctified and we are, are we're glorifying God, but it's all through the power of God. If y'all don't think people don't do stuff on the daily basis, that maybe be like, man, if, ooh, if you would have met me in the nine nines or the two thousands, baby girl, I probably would have socked you out. <laughs> like, I'm so grateful that social media was not as big when I was growing up. It was just getting started because, whoop, I lay. But social media has really done a work on yes. people's lives. And because you can present and mask and be anything that you want. But then when that, see, social media works both ways, right? You yep. put on these masks, but then when you expose, my God, you are exposed. You on CNN, TMZ, da 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 da. You know, everybody has it. So it is important that you, y'all, I'm telling you, please live right. That's all I can tell you. Just live right. If I can say anything, I mean, we've talked about a lot and I love that we laughed in it and brought the truth. Yes. Seriously, live right. Yes. Live right because you can do it. If you blow it, man, repent. Repentance means to turn away. It does not mean keep going the same way. (laughs) You can't keep going the same way. You can't have your foot on the gas going 50 miles per hour and it's Mm -hmm. a dead end and you never hit the brake and turn around. No, you are going over something. You're going to crash. So you don't, you're headed for self-destruction. All right. So yeah, I'm going to close us with Romans 7. I'm going to start at verse 14 because Paul, it, it says it's struggling with sin. Paul 14 says, through what? 14 through, I'm going to read through 25. We're going okay. to read this whole passage. It says, so the trouble is not with the law for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me. I am all too human, a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I'm doing is wrong, this shows that I agree with, I agree that the law is good. So I'm not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does. And I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is the sin living in me that does. I have discovered this principle in life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's law with all of my heart, but there is another power within me at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin and is still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God the answer is Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but in my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. This is Paul. Is that the one where he ends up saying, but I press toward the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus? The next There's is more to, I think, to that one. I think that's what he says, but I press toward the mark of the high calling, which is the next. Right. The next is, but I don't know what version you're reading from. Well, I'm reading NLT, but the next is the deliverance from bondage, where he talks about that there's no condemnation in Christ. So See, that's what, yeah, that's what I would, because there's no condemnation. Yes. There's conviction. That's what yes. we're talking about. Yes, there's a whole I think, I think he says, 
like no evil be present. I think that's it. But I press toward the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. The high calling is not a call on your life. The high calling is to see him. All right. Pressing towards Jesus every day, harder and harder. You got to press when your flesh feels like it wants to cave in. You want to do something, or maybe you already have done something. That's why we were talking about repenting. Mm -hmm. Turn away from that thing, man. Turn away. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. About pressing toward the mark. Yes. Yep. It says, I do not mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the goal at the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yep. You can do it. That's you- where we get it. Yes. And, and that's what we have to understand is that you can do it. You will struggle, but you already have the victory. Mm-hmm. When we talk about but the when- more you buff it, I, yes. I want to say this because yes. I really want to say this because see, I don't want to give out today. I don't want to do that because the more you buff it, your flesh, mm-hmm. the easier it becomes. It yeah. It, yeah. The easier it gets not to give heed to it. I will say that it takes a longer time for me to knock and buck. The more that you, but the that's more what I was saying. Yeah. 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 The more you walk with God, listen, the yeah. more you walk with God, the longer you continue to fast and pray and read his word, right? Study, Meditate study, on his word. Study this book of instruction. You need to learn this down cut in Cut away. Yes. Cut away stuff. Yeah. It becomes easier. Yes, it really it does. does. I it know does. it don't feel like it now because you still feel in some kind of way about your boo. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, it becomes easier. And I'm not telling you something that I myself have, have not, not actually walked out. Yeah. Yeah. See, I want to see, see, I miss me, miss me, miss me, devil. Yeah. Miss me because we started by saying that we all have to walk it out. So I'm yes. not telling you something that I haven't been walking out and have not had to walk out. Yep. Yep. I'm talking about married, saved, children and all. I still yep. have to do the work. Yes. So I'm not telling you that it's not possible. I'm There's never a point where you I'm get on autopilot. Huh? You can't ever autopilot with God. I never forget that one time I was in there washing dishes and he said, don't get on autopilot with me. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Because you get so used to the goodness of God, the blessings of God. Don't get too familiar, sis. Don't think you don't need to sit in my presence. Don't think you don't need to to read my word. Don't think you don't need to. Yeah, like, no, no, no. And that's really what the the scripture with Paul, when he talks about like, no, I know, like sin lives in our flesh. We are, that is a result of the fall. Because we in it. Yes, we we have sinful nature. So even Paul himself wrote two thirds of the New Testament is like, nah, Jesus though. Because I, I, if I try to do it in my own strength, oh no, nah, that's what we no started way. this out with. You can't do it in your own strength. No, that's why I don't understand how somebody can't. You think you can live without God, man? You yeah. can't do it without Him. That's the only way you can do it. But it's possible. Yeah, that's what we're getting at. It's possible. Yeah. All things are possible. I can do all things through Christ Jesus, who strengthens me. See, y'all be talking about that about a race because you want to run marathon. No, run this marathon. <laughs> But it said that. Yes. So at the end of 
is, mm-hmm. yeah, that's in front of Charlotte. great cloud of witnesses. Run this race first. Ooh. Okay. All 26.2 million miles of it. And so Jesus put his sandals on and come get us. Cause it's good. Yeah, he's coming in those sandals. He only needed to go shopping. Please put your sandals on. Come get me. Please, Jesus. It's no, no And listen, <laughs> God is still working on us all, yes. but you Amen. can do it. Yes. I, I want to say that because there's nobody perfect but Christ. Amen. But to say that you can't live a life of godliness, then you're lying and that's not biblically based. Yes. So we're going to leave it right there. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The meat of the word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bible says like infants long for pure spiritual milk, you may grow up into salvation. You got to get the meat of the word, child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grow up into salvation. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, Listen, yeah. I know we've talked to a generation today. Come on. Your generation, because they know they want God. A lot of you want God. Yep. You have to do it his way. Amen. Yes, amen. You can't do it your way. You can't. Trust me. I tried it. It didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> It did not work out. Yeah. I was headed for self-destruction. You yeah. know, I like to talk about myself because I don't want to talk about you because, you Amen. know, you might think you got it all going on. But mm-hmm. I just know that I was headed to death early. Yeah. And if I would not have given my life to the, actually, if I would not have started walking with the Lord, actually living, let me not say that. We have too many sayings. So let me not say it like that. If I would not actually have done the work. Come on. I'll be dead. So I know that for a fact. Yeah. And y'all know we got who follow me, who know me, y'all know my story. Yeah. I don't have no qualms about it because I want you free and I don't want you to think you can keep sleeping with all these people. And yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no, no. There's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, there is destruction. Mm-hmm. Come on. Can you pray? Can you close us in prayer for the person who needs to buffet their flesh, who needs to come out of the lust of the flesh. Can you just pray, close us out in prayer to strengthen the hearts and the minds of those. And I just pray to you that this landed on, on good ground. Don't let the devil snatch the seed up, child. Let it take root. This, this seed going to give up. This seed going to make a tree, honey, planted by the rivers of water. Come on. Come Bring on. Bring more fruit in every season. Uh, every season, child. This You need to get this down in your, in your spirit because I. this is the peace. This is the peace. This is how we get us out of the way. You want to walk in purpose? We have to deal with the enemy, but then we got to deal with you. Paul said, I am seeing this sin is in me. I like We have to get rid of ourselves. You cannot walk in God's purpose the way that you think that you want to do it because you're not being faithful, because you're not being committed to his plan above all else. And so I pray that you understand that this is a part of achieving your purpose is you dealing with yourself (laughs) daily. Is you. God save me from me. She be tripping. Let me pray. Yes, Father, yes. thank you for this word. Thank you for your love. Thank you that the person or the people who hear this, God, that they will feel your love, your presence, and that you're calling them. Thank you, God, that you're knocking at the hearts of men on today. Hallelujah. Thank you that they will answer. Thank you that they won't harden their heart the day they hear your voice for correction, for reproach, for rebuke, God, because you love us, because you love us so much, you chasten us because 
because you love us. So God, we thank you for this word. Yes, Lord. We thank you for refreshing us. God, we thank you for restoring souls unto the kingdom of God on today. Glory to God and that we're snatching feet from the fire of hell. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. God, give them the strength. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. To walk out this life, to know that there is more, that they may see you in the beauty of holiness, that they may stay with you, God, that they may enter into your kingdom. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. For souls being saved on today, for souls being recommitted on today, for people coming out of pig pens on today. Hallelujah. And God, where they felt unworthy because they continuously are sinning, God. I thank you that you touched their hearts on today, that they repent and return to their first love, which is you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord God. There is no condemnation in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. That people are turning their hearts. I see some of you crying. Yes, Lord. And I see you saying, God, I'm sorry. Hallelujah. God, thank you. Hallelujah. For touching their hearts on today. Hallelujah. Thank you for touching their hearts. God, thank you for making every crooked place straight. Thank you for touching their hearts and giving them a fresh start in you. Glory to God. God, thank you that because they will have the strength and tenacity to run on and the endurance to run this race. Hallelujah. Listen, the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but you got to endure to the end. So we pray for your endurance today. Hallelujah. And when you're weak, hallelujah, that you're strong because of him. Hallelujah. So God, we thank you on today for your refreshing. Hallelujah. And for people being renewed and restored unto you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Now, before you go, can you please tell us about the Fire and Glory Conference that is happening in October? Yes. Listen, you need to be there. Fire and glory. It will be October the 15th. These are days of fire and glory and revival for the church. And so God is doing a great work. And so the fire and glory conference is October the 15th. Listen, you want to be there, women. I'm telling you, if you're coming in the area with your spouse, we will be happy. Please note that when you register, because you will be having dinner with the Lofties and some other beautiful, wonderful couples. Some of you just need fellowship. You need a safe place and you need something real tangible because listen, God is still real. There are many people who still love God and you just need good fellowship. Amen. Amen. And so we'll be having a dinner with the lofties. That's me saying it like it's not me. It's me and the good pastor B. Yeah, me and my wonderful husband. We just want to fellowship with you and this just encourage you, just be around other believers. Amen. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Fellowship is good. Fellowship is so needed. All right. And so we'll have dinner, but we have a wonderful lineup of beautiful women of God. I mean, every one of these women were handpicked to be here, to be a part of this. My beautiful, some of these are my babies, y'all. So Tatum and Sharla are my babies and Beatrice is one of my babies. I just call them my my babies. I love them so much. And so we have Evangelist Wanda. We have your wonderful first lady coming, Lady Serena. So thank her. You know, I'm grateful for her life. And we have a a prophetic psalmist, Prophetess Angela Nicole will be ministering to us in song. Listen, we have prophetic dance. We're going to have a time in the Lord. Don't y'all wear no lace. If the wig ain't attached, don't wear it. Okay? Y'all hear 
Just be in the building. This is my baby, y'all. So I'm so glad she's coming because 
feet in the building. I'm hosting, so I'm cutting up. If y'all ever follow Daughters of the King, y'all know this one right here and DJ Wanda. Y'all know DJ Wanda and Charlotte are the MCs. Y'all, they are hilarious. Individually, I already know they're going to be hilarious that day. So we're going to laugh. Yes. We're going to be in the presence of God, right? And we're going to have an amazing time in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes. So make sure you get your tickets October 15th. Because when it's sold out, child, it's sold out. So get your tickets. Okay, don't be sliding in our DMs talking about, ooh, girl. I'm sliding my DM, y'all. Ooh, I don't no, you can slide right on and get your ticket if you want to go, okay? It is going to be amazing. I just know, you know, even we've already started praying and fasting for this event. So we are already consecrated ourselves. We are just so excited collectively and individually about what God is going to do. It's going to be phenomenal. So do not miss out. This is what a way to end your year. Amen. Like what a way to oh, yeah. go out the year is to wow. just really be in the Lord. A lot of times we talk about doing all this other stuff to prepare. Prepare your spirit. Mm. Okay. I feel that thing, Charlotte. Prepare okay. your spirit, child. Be there, be square. Gather yourself. Gather you, not just your edges, your spirit. You gather your whole soul. Yes. Mama Janice, I don't know if y'all know, listen, Mama Janice, man, we got a line. I'm not trying to be funny. Oh, we had a time last night. That's going to be us the next day. <laughs> we're going to be done. I'm trying yeah. to tell you, I'm trying to think about staying another night because I think we're going to be just like, mm-hmm. it, it's, we, it's some other things that we're talking about doing that weekend. I, I don't know how long if y'all like going home Sunday because like it's something else we're looking at doing too. So I, I won't say it here yet because we yeah, but listen. Find out I need to extend my stay. <laughs> Come on. So I, you know, yeah. I don't know if you've been baptized by fire, but Come on. Come on. So y'all get y'all linked to the fire. Now. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Yes. The fire can and everybody come on. And look, the mut, right, mut, rushing mighty wind came in and that they were all filled. Nobody's left out of all. I'm trying to tell oh, y'all. God. Some of y'all need to be refilled. Some of you need to be filled. And I'm yep. telling you. Yes. Whew, okay. Yeah, I'll man. leave it there. You leave it right there. So y'all, we thank y'all. This has been another episode of the God Goes and Girl Talk podcast. And we will talk to y'all later. Bye. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by GrantStation. GrantStation is your fast track to funding, and it is a dynamic tool to help nonprofit organizations find grant opportunities, build strong grant programs, and they literally walk you through writing a grant proposal. I love GrantStation, okay? They have some amazing tools and resources that literally changed the game for our organization. The first time I wrote a grant, I got a 35 out of 100. What? (laughs) I was like, I don't get ifs. After using the tools and resources at GrantStation, my last grant proposal came back and I had an 89 out of 100 and we were in the final considerations for a substantial federal grant. I absolutely love GrantStation. One of my favorite features about GrantStation is that they walk you through their R3 system, which is revenue, review, and report. And the process ensures that your organization is not only ready to receive the grant, but able to properly manage the grant as well. Listeners of this podcast can start finding and securing grants through our exclusive partnership with GrantStation. 
I want you to use the link in the show notes to get access to our GrantStation databases, training, resources, and more for only $95 for the year. Y'all, $95 for the year. Now look, my first year with GrantStation, we paid almost $200, okay? I think the membership is like $170 a year. Using our discount code, you are able to secure it for $95. So if you are ready to get your startup working towards securing grant funding, make sure that you click the link in the show notes and sign up for GrantStation today. GrantStation, your fast track to funding. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.